when you're certain of where you belong in life, it doesn't matter who tells you that it can't work or this obstacle. Like it really just does not matter. You think for yourself. One thing I was always raised with from my my family, my mom and my my dad, is if you have a dream, your heart set on something, it doesn't matter who tells you you can't do it, even if it's us. And I just always stuck with me. They said, if you got a dream, just like we had a dream, we wanted to raise a family in a great place and have a wonderful family and, you know, pursue our dreams. You do the exact same thing. Welcome to Moving Upstream Without a Paddle, the podcast that helps develop a mindset for success. I'm your host, Dr. Garrett Goggins, but most people call me Dr. G. Now I've dedicated my life to helping others understand that if you have the proper mindset, you can propel yourself up that proverbial stream with no paddle needed. Now if you're constantly feeling like you're going against the flow, but you're never happy with your results, it's really time to flip your mindset. If that's something that you're ready to do, you've come to the right place. Now let's get to it. All right, we have a very special guest today, really good friend of mine. This young man has just amazing talents. He's, he was an entrepreneur, started being an entrepreneur at a very young age, and he's become su- successful at what he's done. He's moving into his music career. And so I'm, I'm going to introduce him now, and it's Quentin Blanche. Now, Q and I, you know, we met a few years ago. And he quickly just became family. So, you know, he plays video games with my kids and, <laughs> and we, you know, we, we just connected on a level, on a mindset level that I, I just, I, I really can never articulate in words because, you know, there was just that connection. But what I'm going to do real quick is just um, turn the mic over to him, let him introduce himself, just give a quick background of his story. And then we'll we'll dive deeper in into his history. So, Q. Hey, thanks for the intro, man, and uh, glad to be here. Glad to be on the podcast. And uh, yep, you know Quentin Blanche. Everyone calls me Q. I'm Colorado native, born and raised. Family's from Louisiana, so all my cousins are country. I was uh, I had like three black friends growing up, so <laughs> I was I was one of my black friends growing up. Uh, <laughs> that's just for fun, you know, but yeah, uh, you know, some people would say raised, you know, in a proper way or proper manner, but I was just being myself, but my family always wanted to have opportunities for us. So they moved out to Colorado and just saw that it was a better place to raise a family. So I started with that and played sports growing up, uh, ran track, played football, played basketball, skateboarded, did gymnastics, always athletic. My dream was to be, uh, NBA player, and, uh, you know, God kind of cut that short a little bit because <laughs> not the tallest guy in the world, but uh, so I decided to focus on football, ended up getting a couple major concussions doing that, and just trying to, you know, assess my life at that time where I want to put all that drive at, and went to college for a little bit, studied game design, I'm a big gamer, as you're kind of sharing, and, uh, you know, just wanted to find a way that I could build a lifestyle that I was really proud of, and I could live full-time, just doing the things I love to do, and take that drive and decided to start learning business. And that's kind of how I've gotten here. Um, started that entrepreneurial journey, learning a lot through that self-development, personal development, business education, and then taking all that sports drive and putting it into business has been a great decision. So that's that's definitely you know a little bit about me. All right. Yeah. So obviously the, the, the podcast is based around mindset. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm really excited to have you on the podcast because 
you started your entrepreneurial journey at such a young age. So how old were you when you started? Uh, I was considering it probably about 21. It really started the journey at 22, I'd say. And so at such a, so, you know, I started mine later in life. I was, you know, well into my forties when I began to start businesses and, and began to grow the, these type of businesses. And so mm -hmm. that age, there's a different, concept of what the mindset looks like. So right. talk to me a little bit about you know, when you first were introduced and you can tell more about what, what business or whatever you were getting into, but mm -hmm. what was your mindset at the age of 22 when you started going into being an entrepreneur? At first it was, I didn't even know this world existed. I didn't even know that you could be a business owner and create time and money freedom. Nobody had ever said, maybe you should start your own business, Q. Never even thought that was an option until I got introduced by a friend to say, hey, come meet some people. And I found out they're entrepreneurs and these guys live like rock stars, per se. Like you can travel the world and own your life, have financial independence. But they weren't bombarded with the paparazzi mm -hmm. all day long. And I was like, wow, that, that's a great life. That's what I want to do because then I can impact my family. I can you know, inspire. I can be my best self. Um, so at the beginning, it was a whole new world to me. It was, I needed to learn what business looked like and the mindset that it would take to be successful. Um, but I did have one thing going very well for me. I'm a voracious learner. Mm -hmm. So if I get my mindset on something that I want to learn, I'm going to learn it. And that's what it became for me at 22, learning business, learning entrepreneurship, what type of businesses are out there, business models, how do they work? What's the mindset that it takes? Um, and then of course, then starting to learn the business skills and acumen that comes along with that. Right. Yeah. So another big thing that I talk about on the podcast are paradigms or these programs or these, these things that kind of hold us back. And mm -hmm. so I think last, a, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about, you know, your self image and, and your belief system in yourself and how that can limit you into how far you go. Now you're, I know you, so I, you're, you're a confident cat, right? <laughs> you have just exhumed the self-confidence. And, and even when I met you, you know, us being 15 years, you know, you're 15 years my younger. And I'm like, man, I wish I had the confidence of this kid. But so how do you feel like that confidence? Cause you said, you know, you have the, your, you have the drive and the ambition to learn, mm -hmm. but how do you feel like that confidence has, has brought you to where you are today? I would say the confidence comes from knowing where you are going mm -hmm. completely and knowing that, like, I don't care, come hell or high water that I'm going to make this happen because I know what I'm capable of. And we all have to work on confidence. But um, I would say that confidence comes from I knew I had a big dream growing up. It was going to be in sports. I was going to be the next Michael Jordan because that was my idol. Michael would do anything it takes to succeed. So I had that mindset that I need to apply that to my life. And I think that's where the confidence comes from when you finally see that opportunity that fits for you. And you know, I've been waiting for this my whole life. Um, and of course the confidence also comes from practice, doing business presentations, doing educational talks, going to networking events, um, getting through rejection. You know, when you're talking to people or you get, no answer or somebody doesn't follow back up with you or you know you get rejected hard somebody tells you what you're doing isn't legit or you know you're gonna fail you're gonna never make it in that once you overcome that because you know that your dream's big enough it doesn't really matter what comes in the way as far as obstacles or adversity 
So you just have confidence because you're certain that you're going to get some place and you know that place is worth it for sure. So, but when you were in those times <laughs> yeah. um, where people were telling you, you're never going to make it mm-hmm. or this, this isn't the right thing for you, or maybe you should start a real business or maybe you should do this or maybe you should do that. Yeah. I mean, did you ever feel like, did you ever sec- second guess your decision to go on the path that you were on? Never. So two things, don't let me forget number two. But first thing is when you're certain of where you belong in life, it doesn't matter who tells you that it can't work or this obstacle, like it really just does not matter. You think for yourself. One thing I was always raised with from my, my family, my mom and my, my dad, is if you have a dream, your heart set on something, it doesn't matter who tells you you can't do it, even if it's us. And I just always stuck with me. They said, if you got a dream, just like we had a dream, we wanted to raise a family in a great place and have a wonderful family and you know pursue our dreams you do the exact same thing so i just knew that no matter what somebody told me or how they may react or if they laughed at me or if they ridiculed me it just didn't matter it may suck you know it sucks emotionally i'm human but at the end of the day never i mean of course there's days in business where you in anything in life if you're part of a gym and you're getting in shape or if you're you know learning how to dance for the first time or you're playing guitar there's days where you're like should i even keep going I suck at this, you know, but that's where the real test of a champion comes in is how you keep going. And then eventually you get so great at it that you're like, man, it was worth that time it took to gain that level of skill. And now it's worth it. And then the second thing is funny story. So, you know, how people can respond to you when you start your business, if they don't think it's legit or whatever, or you're not doing something they don't think you should be doing. So I had a business presentation. This is probably 10 years ago, nine, 10 years ago. And it was at this really nice home, beautiful area on this mountain, really nice home, beautiful entrepreneurs there. It's all sharp business people. And I invited a friend that said they were going to be there for me that night to come meet some of the people. And they didn't show up. And so I'm there the whole night. It's beautiful, great event. There's this overlook uh, on the back porch. And it's just a beautiful night sky. You can see all the stars in the sky. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, this is what freedom can look like. Like, if we just keep building, right, if we keep building a business. I leave from the event. I go to a hookah bar, which I hung out all at all the time with my friends, especially when I started my business, right? And I show up there and I go in the back room. Guess who's there? My friend. <laughs> this is supposed to be who's supposed to be at the event with me. And I'm like, and he's watching a movie. And so I kind of approach him, I'm like, bro, you're supposed to be there for me tonight. And he's like, well, whatever, whatever things. I just couldn't be there. And he steps outside, but he's giving me some attitude. So I follow him outside. And he proceeds to get so upset at me for bringing it up. He slaps me oh, in the face <laughs> in front of like four or five people. And I put my hands up, fist fight, to fist fight. I threw one punch. He might have kind of like moved out of the way. And then I was ready to throw another one. He didn't finish the fight with me at the time. He slapped me and then he just walked back inside the hookah bar. And we just didn't finish the fight because he's my friend. I didn't really want to punch him in the face, but right. he, he attacked me. He slapped you. <laughs> right? Because he didn't agree with what I was doing or me bringing up. And here's what I learned. Like, I would never throw a fist at a friend for not agreeing with me in my dream. But in that time, um, people sometimes will not get where you're going and where you want to go, but you do. Mm. But you do. And it's no reason to get in a fight with any friend. Now, if I go back, I would not have ever even gotten there. But, you know, people, you're going to get, most people would have quit after their dreams after that. Right. 
So a couple things that you said. Yeah. So first on your part one. Yes, sir. It's um, I've talked a lot about you. You were brought up in a home that was very supportive. For sure. You know, you can do what you want to do. Anything you put your mind to, you can do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are that they don't have that. Right. You know, um, in the book, uh, what to say when you talk to yourself. Great book. Shad Helmsetter said, you know, most people, most people before the age of eighteen, get told one hundred and forty thousand times mm-hmm. what they can't do. Right. So we are raised in this negative environment of we have these limitations. So, but you didn't have that. You were you were. were literally said go out there and do it right and so did you have what kind of i guess my, my question at this point is mm-hmm. you know i'm trying to, to to convince people that you can overcome the negativity for sure you can overcome anything that when someone tells you and i am a firm believer that a lot of people tell you don't chase your dreams because they've given up on theirs hmm. and so they you know try to limit you because they feel limited. Right. And so, but because you didn't necessarily have that, what, uh, what kind of negativity did you come across mm-hmm. that you felt like you had to overcome? For sure. Early in life, it would be my size. So I, I'm not like the smallest kid, but I was definitely smaller than everybody else, you know, especially wanting to be a basketball player, football player. So I, I, you know, I had people doubt me, coaches doubt me, you know, other friends that would make fun of me because I'm the shortest kid on the basketball court at that time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'd have to always be faster. I'd have to prove myself. So that kind of drove me to want to prove to people that, no, just because I'm a, I'm shorter than everybody else doesn't mean I can't keep up with you guys or I can't be better than you guys. Now, of course, take, taking it to the professional level basketball, it's a whole nother mindset. So I was looking at, you know, where can I apply that similar mindset of never giving up no matter my limitations and proving to myself that I can overcome them. So I think that's when it started early for me. I'm a smaller guy, so I have to be able to keep up. And then eventually I got better. I got better and better. And then I started, you know, starting to play varsity. I'm starting to keep up with these guys and then getting to see that I can do anything I do set my mind to, you know? Um, Now, certain people, I think we all have limitations come in some way, shape or form, whether it's your friends, your family, your personal beliefs in yourself, where it does show up for me and just having to overcome that is music. Can I really be the next R&B sensation that's international and performing for audiences of hundreds of thousands? Right. You know, and then you might write a song and you're like, man, I really like this song. And then you listen to it the next day and you're like, you know what? I don't know if that sounds good. You know, then you try to refine it and you're like, I don't know if I really like the song. But then I'll go play the song for a good friend of mine and she'd be like, like literally emotionally just like, oh my God, I love that song. And then you start to believe in yourself again. Right. So I, I just tell people overcoming your limitations, you got to set a goal for yourself. That's going to stretch you enough. It's not like, you know, you, you can do five pushups, you know, you can do five pushups, but what if you said, let's do 20, let's do 30 and you did it. Then you start building belief in yourself. Cause you just did something you weren't sure you could do. Right. So for me, I feel like I always knew I had to prove myself being a smaller guy. But once I was capable of seeing that, man, I can up my skills in anything I do. And I have found some pe- people that want to support me. Um, and that's another thing I recommend. Find people who believe in you. Find people who want to see you be your best because that will help you overcome your limitations. And then, of course, listening to podcasts like this, reading books, going to seminars, and doing it over and over and saturating yourself in that, you'll start to believe in yourself and overcome those limitations for sure. Right. So, Yeah. So I believe like 
and I've always believed this, that if you're going to set a goal for something, mm-hmm. that that goal needs to be so almost outlandish, for right? For sure. That, because to me, the purpose of a goal is to cause growth. Yep. And so, and you, you said it perfectly. Like, I know, I, even now, as out of shape as I'm in, <laughs> you know, I can do five push-ups. So that's not a goal. Right. right? Like, I, I can, can do, do it. I've push-ups. attained that. Right. Even if I could only do one, I know, right. I know how to get to five. Yep. But for me to get to a 30, yeah. right. 50, 100, right. that's a goal that's like, that's going to make me grow. Yep, you that's grow. Gonna, and so the goal is very important. Hmm. And I think that's, you know, key first, right? You mm-hmm. set this goal that's saying, how am I going to grow as an individual? Yeah. Let's set a goal that's going to be, you know, so out there that I'm going to, I'll increase or I'll expand as, as an individual. Of and, the, and then the other key point that you said right there, was surrounding yourself with the people or in an environment with the material that you read, the things that you watch, the things that you listen to, mm-hmm. all that's going to increase who you are as of an course. individual. Of course. And so I, and, and honestly, I can say that you, for me, like, which is so cool and why I respect you so much is again, you know, you are 15 years my younger, but yet you have been such a great mentor, not, and not just to me, but to everybody. And saying, and I think this is what's cool, and I say this a lot when I introduce you at events or when we're talking to other people about, you know, Q, his idea of, of success is not where you are individually right. as a person. For sure. Your success is how many people have I taken with me? For sure. And so that would, and to me, that's just a great part of leadership. And so, <laughs> so yeah, and surrounding myself with you and you've introduced me to a tons of people and through those people. And I think it's has, you know, the rising tide lifts all ships, right? Sure, so you have sure. brought me into this, this situation and it really like you're the catalyst of where I am today. And I mean, and thank you for that. But hey. so those are the, to me, those are the, the two big points that I've learned is one, set your goals, huge, big goals, big goals. There's yeah. no, there, the only limit you have is the limit you set on yourself. True. And then surround yourself with the people that are going to lift you mm-hmm. to those goals. What other kind of advice can you give in, in that aspect of, so we have reading, we have listening, and, yeah. and what else do you have you know, for that? Yeah. Um, challenge yourself. Got to challenge yourself because show up for those moments. Like if there's an opportunity to speak, if there's an opportunity to share your story, if there's an opportunity to meet someone when you show up for those events and you prove to yourself that you can show up in a big way, I mean, I think 80, 90% of success is probably just showing up right. in the first place, just being in the room. Um, and then when somebody gives you an opportunity and you step up to the plate and you take that and next thing you know, you're, you're through it all. Maybe it's a five minute speech or maybe it's a, you know, you had this Q and A and they got to ask you some questions or maybe you got invited to this event and they wanted to highlight your business for 20 minutes and you've never spoken in front of people before, but you do it. You are always going to feel better about yourself. Uh, for me, I love to challenge myself and I do it first thing in the morning. Majority of the time I work out in the morning cause I like lifting heavy shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Cause after you're done and you look in the mirror and you, you feel better, you know, that you did something that was a challenge. Um, or, you know, it's different for everyone. Maybe it's running around the block. Maybe it's a walk around the block. Um, maybe it's you've been putting off a phone call that you haven't done and you just need to call that person. When you do that, you always feel better about yourself and you start to build some personal momentum. Mm-hmm. And the key, I mean, if I want momentum in my business, I have to create momentum personally first. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have momentum in my areas of my life if I haven't started creating some kind of consistency. 
And when you can do that and you step up and you take your challenges, uh, I mean, if you look at the word challenge, you have challenge, but in the word challenge is also the word change. Mm. So change, you know, grow and develop. And you'll look back and be like, man, I can't even believe who I've become. And you'll start to believe in yourself more and more. And you build momentum step by step. And eventually that momentum will carry you to another level. And you'll wonder, like, how the hell did I not do this before? Right. Yeah. So, and, and to me, a big part of what you're saying, so, in, and again, you know me very well. I've always had this issue with phones and we've talked about this. Like, <laughs> I don't like to call people. I don't, I don't like to be on the phone and I don't know why I, I have that. Right. But so th yeah. there was, again, it was a challenge for me to actually go out and make phone conversations with people to yeah. call people on the phone and, yeah. and, you know, and, but really I was setting that limitation. Right. So, when you say challenge yourself, mm -hmm. there, there's a sense of there, there's a there's an aspect of fear that happens for sure. With fear. That. And I remember I watched this um, this Will Smith video. Yeah, where, yeah. Did you see the one where he jumps out of this? He's talking about how they were in yeah. Vegas and they're like, hey, let's go skydiving. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, let's go skydiving. But, you know, we've had <laughs> right, a few yeah. drinks. Right, and, right, yeah. and then all of a sudden he, yeah. you, you come home from the bar and you're like, what the hell did what I, I just agree to? <laughs> but then, you know, he, he starts talking about how he's in the plane and <laughs> they've opened the door. And he's like, and you realize that's the first time you've ever been on a plane right. where someone opened the freaking door. And then and the fear just sets, sets in. in. And so there's, and, and you know, I'm comparing, you know, talking on the phone mm -hmm. to jumping out of a plane, but yeah. fear is, is all relative, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. what kind of fears did you have to face and, and how did you overcome those fears? Yeah, um, man, just like some thoughts out of my head at first of fears. Am I ever going to be successful? How long is this going to take? Um, am I really meant to be this type of level of a successful person? Um, will people respect me? Will people remember me? The, the, we, we all have these thoughts like, you know, I know you've said that I have so much confidence and I would say I'm a confident guy because I know where I'm going, but I'm human, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely have insecurities like anyone else. Um, I mean, I have fear regarding is this song really going to be a hit? And, and you know, am I going to get to the next rank that I want to be at as far as promotion level in my business in the time frame that I set? Am I really going to happen? Am I really going to make this happen? Do I have enough time to achieve my goals that I need to make happen right now? Because I have family members that I want to travel the world with and I want to see them successful. I want to buy my parents dream home. Mm -hmm. You know, I still have some time to do these things, but really how much time do I have? So we all have this fear. Um, the fear never goes away. You just got to ask yourself what fear is greater, the fear of not doing it or the fear of what you'll miss out on if you don't do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what drives me more. Like I'm like, if I don't do this, I'm leaving who I could become on the table. And that's more my fear than, oh, if I talk to this person, I get rejected. If I go to this cute girl that's sitting over <laughs> here in Starbucks, this cute Latin chick, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, she looks like a Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> she, she has that kind of vibe. Like, she will make me look like a, a fool <laughs> if I don't do this right. But you just do it anyways. And you grow from that and then you never know. She might say yes. That might be the next level. That might be the next opportunity for that performance or that, you know, song or that collaboration or that business partner just because you took the chance. So my fear is, of course, we all have fear, but my fear of not being my best self is greater than any of that. Mm. So. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, um, a country song that's out there that, you know, they talk about the relationships and, 
you know, what if you do this to me? Or what if you do that to me? And what if this happens? And what if that happens? And in that song, he flips it and he says, well, what if, right? you know, right. everything works out to be amazing. Right. What if this happens and everything is golden? And mm -hmm. what if we become this? Right. And I think, you know, your fear, yeah. <laughs> which is cool, is saying, right. what if I don't get to the, the right. where I'm supposed to be at? And and that that's that's the good fear, right? Yeah. So there's, there's two types of fears. Right. The fears that hold you back, and the fears that push you forward. Exactly. And what you were saying that is the perfect fear of going. My fear is never being where I'm supposed to be, mm -hmm. and not my my fear being I will never make it. Right. Does that, right. Does that exactly. make sense? Yeah. yeah. So that yeah, it that's does. amazing. It does. Um. So again, oh, I. You're so young. <laughs> Obviously, I'm old. You know, I'm 46 years old, and I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm knocking on heaven's door because I'm not. But there's there's definitely this gap between us, right? Okay. And so, I, I and there are a lot of younger people who actually listen to this, and I was I was surprised about how many young people actually listen to this podcast. Okay. And so, um, I want to talk a little bit about your your music career yeah yeah because that is a um i think there's a lot of people you know when, when you're younger especially when you're a kid you know i wanted to be an architect or yeah. i want i want to be a firefighter these dreams. or these dreams these huge dreams yeah. and there's some point or another i i don't know where it is in our life where we're told that we just shouldn't have those dreams anymore <laughs> because they're not um not feasible yeah, right yeah. like you know you want to be an actor yeah maybe yeah. you should have a you should have a second a backup plan right, for that for sure so talk to me a little bit about because you're i mean mm -hmm. you're chasing your music dream is very inspiring but you're chasing it with a passion that is for sure just unfounded right you like you're you're you're, you're on a mission you're going to hit that goal <laughs> yeah. so i really i want you to, t to talk to these younger people who are out there going i have a dream and just if you can inspire them, inspire them. I'm just going to give you yeah. the mic. Just go for it. I mean, you got one life to live. Mm. I mean, at least as the person as you are right now. And I mean, why not check out what's going on? You know, why not? Why not t just see what you could become? You know, I always joke when I started my entrepreneurial career, everybody calls me Q. So I always joke, I was kind of like, Q-Pac, <laughs> right. like Tupac, but Q-Pac, more rough around the edges, no business knowledge, could communicate, had great friends, but I wasn't this business guy. Or, you know, I wasn't known to be uh, an entrepreneur that was successful or could teach you how to be, like I had to learn a lot. Um, but through the development, like process of who I've become and continue to become, um, that is exciting as a young person because it just gives you time to see. I mean, it can happen at any age, but it gives you time to really look forward to, man, how much more can I create? How much more can I experience? Who else can I become? Who, uh, you know, in what ways can I develop as a person? And, um, you know, I, here I'll give you an analogy and then maybe I can share a little bit more. But uh, I was reading this book called How to Raise Your Own Salary. Mm. And it's written by a multi-billionaire. And he's talking about how, you know, if you look at a big flower bouquet and maybe you're in front of like a nice church or something like that or in front of a nice building, they have nice flowers out there, beautiful flowers. Don't you always notice how there's always bumblebees, 
butterflies flying around that beautiful bouquet of flowers. Always. They mm -hmm. find it. He's like, when you become an attractive person, you become somebody who's just radiant, has a different energy. The world, butterflies and bumblebees will want to flock to you because you're this beautiful bouquet of flowers. Okay. You know, so I just was like, for the young people, one, and anybody, you could be 70, you could be 80. If you're still breathing, you know, you have an ability to still grow and change. I think you die the day you stop growing. Mm. So you got to keep growing and becoming. That's the, it's so fun. Who, I, I mean, I know, I've always loved music, but now I have a musician name. I, I can't tell people yet. I got to <laughs> trademark this, but I, I'm becoming this person, right. you know, that's exciting. So young people, what other, what, what's the risk? You, you fall short on your dream. Okay. At least you went for it. You know what I mean? What's the upside? You freaking hit your dream. You even, even if you get 20% of your dream, that's better than no percent. Right. That's better than having somebody tell you what you're worth your whole life. That's better than, you know, always wondering, man, what if I just went to that event? What if I just talked to that girl? What if I just said yes to that business? Cause regret weighs way more than discipline. Right. And so I feel like, man, like test, test the water, see who you can become, go after your dream. In today's world, the 21st century, it's an entrepreneur's playground. Oh yeah. So have fun with it. See who you can become on, on the playground with the swing set, with the monkey bars, with the gymnasium. And are you going to be that kid that's so excited? Other kids like, I want to play with that kid. Right. That's you want to do that with the world today. Yeah. That's my opinion. And there's an interesting because because there's such an age difference between us. You know, I I necessarily I didn't necessarily start doing my growth until very later on in life. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it's never too late. I think that's nope. that's an never important too late. that's an important thing to remember. So. My growth period, and, and it's really interesting when you're talking about, you know, when you become something beautiful, the mm. things are gonna that are, attract you. And so when when I set out in my my entrepreneurial adventure, zero self confidence, yeah. like none whatsoever. Right. And through that whole thing, and you know, reading it we talked a little bit about reading reading the books mm -hmm. reading these self-development books mm -hmm. and and really digging into how can i better and i i think i realized early on in any venture that i went to that if i don't believe in myself mm. other others aren't going to believe in me and that, I, I talked a little bit in in an episode you know earlier about in 2009, I was laid off. The, the housing market crashed, and I was in architecture, and I was laid off. I was mm -hmm. I was jobless for three years, mm -hmm. and um, going to all these interviews and being, you know, a, a, the thing about recessions like that is there are more people than the, right opportunity opportunity. Yeah. So future employers are really picking and choosing. They can be about who they pick. For sure. And so when you start getting turned down and turned down and turned down, you, you just get this. Right, it's this really negative self-impression about yourself, mm -hmm. and I think it was that point that I realized that I had this self-belief of who I was, and these these future employers were picking up on that. They were really saying this this kid doesn't have confidence. Mm. I needed to take a time out to give a quick shout out to my friends and sponsor Tabala Cuisine. If you're a local to the Colorado Springs area, I would strongly suggest to go to their website at tabalacuisine.com, 
find out their next location and rush over to put your taste buds in a state of bliss. The food is amazing. And truly, there really is no better way to prepare yourself for flipping your mindset than to get into a positive space with good friends and good food. So go see my good friends Jasper Axelrad and the crew at Tobala Cuisine today. You'll be happy that you did. And I'm not going to hire him because he has no confidence. And as I went forward and I, and I realized what was going on and I flipped that and I started to be, to understand that who God made me to be. Right. And I, I don't know, again, I don't know where a lot of people stand on religion, but you know, mm-hmm. the Bible says that God has made us one step below the angels. <laughs> and once I realized that we were put, we were, we were made to be great divine divine and we you know we are put on this earth to do certain things to establish our gifts and to utilize those gifts to, do, to help others and once i i flipped that switch to say i am great <laughs> i was created to be great that things just started happening for me for and sure. i started to attract people to me you know, it, it, just like you were saying, yeah, yeah. It, it, when you're beautiful, you have these butterflies, you have bees, hmm. and but and think about and and really, I, I guess th- this really just clicked. I mean, it's like an epiphany right here. Hmm. Is that what do those butterflies and what do those bees have? What do they do? Because right. they come to yeah, you. Yeah, that's pollination. They're and they're yeah, spreading they're life. They're, they're bringing life. They're, they're bringing life, life, and they're yeah. spreading. So when those things are attracted to you and you are giving off the gifts that God has given you and they're taking that and they're spreading that up. You're growing everything, man, just, yeah. Life changes. It's life changes. And so ever since then, and, and, and after becoming more into the entrepreneurial mm-hmm. mindset, you know, I've brushed shoulders with, with <laughs> millionaires, billionaires mm-hmm. and, and meeting people who are writing books, who have bestsellers and, and, <laughs> but, and those people, and I didn't go out and meet them. Right. It's just somehow. It's just somehow, somehow or another. And, and really, I, I feel the same way with with how we met. I think that you know, yeah. I'm on this path <laughs> of going to this to this place in life where I'm supposed to be, and just all of a sudden, the universe or God or whoever you want to say just starts bringing the resources to you to make you be great. For sure. So I don't know. I thought it was just my little thing. No, of what I, you just I said. agree. It's just this attraction, this magnetic pull where you know you're going someplace and you have that vision envisioned in your mind, you know where you're going, the right people start to come along on that path and start helping that become a reality for sure. Yeah. And that, I, that really when people talk about the law of attraction, that's what mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. I think so too. Like your intent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what comes off of that, and I think you said this a little bit earlier too, is like, um, I'm a big, Bob Proctor has been a big in, for sure. influencer Proctor, yeah. of who I am. Yeah. And he talks about the law of attraction. He's actually mm-hmm. on, the movie The Secret, mm-hmm. and they talk about the law of attraction. But if you listen to him outside of that movie, he talks about that being a secondary law. For sure. It's really the law of vibration. Yep. And so you said that earlier, like, yep. you know, you start vibrating. You yep. have this, this energy that's that's going out yep. there, and that is that energy. And so if we want to get scientific, there is the – It is scientific. It is scientific. It's, you know, for every action, yep. there's an equal and opposite reaction. For sure. So if I'm sending off that energy – something's going to come it's back. equal yeah. and it's opposite mm-hmm. coming back coming towards back. you so that's that's what that whole law of attraction thing is it's true so that's it's just it's an amazing thing yeah. it's the same with adversity if you have adversity that's just a sign that you're on the right track 
Right. Because with their reaction, you're going forward towards something. Adversity is going to come because it's opposite reaction. Right. So don't think it's weird when you get challenged in business or you get challenged towards your goals. Really, what would a goal be if there was, you know, here's the best quote I've heard as far as a goal. A goal is a planned conflict with the status quo. That. That's awesome. Planned conflict. Where's, so, my, where's, where's my pen? I need to write this it's down. It's in this online podcast. But it means like I'm about to come in here and mess some stuff. You know, because right. this is not what it is, but I'm going to go make what I want, which is a goal. So, of course, if you take action, you're going to have something come back. But, of course, you put out good. The law of reciprocity means you're going to get some of that back. Right. And bigger and better, more sums than what you put out. So, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So These are good questions. Yeah. No. It's, I, when we when we when we talk about just goals, I, I never wanted this podcast to be about entrepreneurship because you know yeah, yeah, we have course. we have a really close friend between the two of us, Scott, who mm-hmm. was on here with his with his partner for his um, podcast, Miriam. Mm-hmm. And it's funny when you start running in these in these circles. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of people like you're like oh yeah i know this person oh yeah i know that person and those, those circles just kind of happen but sure um scott is just doing some amazing things you're doing some amazing things and there's a crap ton of stuff that's going on in my life but it's really interesting because it all is there's like there's a catalyst that happens hmm. and what is that catalyst it's it's just when you um make a decision right so i've taught i think it was on the last one i talked about mm-hmm um, network marketing mm-hmm. and where I was with that, and then, yep. you know, there's, there's a big stigma with network marketing and sure. and whatever it is, it, it just is what it is, but yeah. it, it, you know, it's defined as a legitimate business by the government. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, there's, there's people out there who take advantage of it. There's always, there's always, yep. always are right. So we For have sure. pyramid schemes, but, mm-hmm. um, with, the, with the network network marketing aspect is there is a decision that I had to make. Yep. And I, I think that this is really where, it launched me into this um, this progression of hmm. becoming who I am, right? Hmm. And I decided, and, and you know the story just better than anybody, just where I wasn't in my life, yeah. there there had to be a change. Hmm. And if we go back to where 2009 was, where I was jobless for three years, I was like, I'm never going to be there again. Right. And so this opportunity just presented itself to me, and there was a decision that had to be made. Do I take the opportunity or do I pass on the opportunity? Right. And I chose to go for it. And that decision just propelled me to a place that, um, I mean, and it was just a few a few years ago, but if, if I could, <laughs> a telescope, the changes, yeah, you need a telescope because yeah, it's so drastic. So <laughs> I know that you, you started and uh, probably wrapping up here pretty soon, but you started what, when you made that decision at the age of 22, 21, 22, mm-hmm. what was going through your mind? Like, was there a conflict or was you just, I just knew? I just knew for me. So my fortunate cards that God dealt me that I was like, I'm going to play these cards. I had the opportunity to go to Portland, Oregon. This was 10 years ago almost. And because of that event, what I experienced on that trip, that's when I knew that I was going to travel the world because that was just made for me. And that I wanted to meet all kinds of people around the world because I just had such a good culture, cultural experience on that trip that I knew, man, I've made to travel. Portland was an amazing experience for me. And then the second thing was, is I came to an event where this gentleman who was a very successful entrepreneur 
was talking about living full time. Mm-hmm. So my whole life, I just like, especially with the basketball dreams, like, man, if I could be like Michael Jordan, that means I'd be like, you know, not being an icon because you want to be an icon. It's just like I became someone who was masterful at something that was worth getting good at. And you can impact people by inspiring them, by being, you know, exceptional at your craft. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that I could do that in business, it was this event for me. And this guy got on stage and his name was By- Byron Schrag. And he's, you know, he's one of my good friends and mentors to this day. But this is the first time I heard him speak. And he was talking about his whole dream in life was to live full time, not have to worry about decisions based off time or money anymore and literally do whatever. And he got the idea from a friend that was a golfer who would literally, he was a very successful businessman, but he would only travel to places where it was like 79 or to 81 degrees and he could golf. If it wasn't 79, 81 degrees and perfect weather, he wouldn't be there. He'd go somewhere where he could literally do that. And I said, that's that's like living full time. And then Byron told me this story, and this is where I just knew. I didn't care how long it took. Even nine years in being a business owner now, an entrepreneur now, in network marketing now, like, psh, like I'm, I know I made the decision nine years ago to be here today. And he just said this story about being at the Grand Canyon. He took his family, close friends and family, and they got to stay at the presidential suite at the Grand Canyon. And they had probably, I don't know, like seven days to where they just did whatever the heck they wanted and he paid for the whole thing. And they got to watch the sunrise in the presidential suite at the Grand Canyon. And then he said, at the end of that, I just knew I looked around and I saw my wife and she had a cup of coffee in her hand. I saw my, you know, my mom and dad. And then I saw my kids and they're just excited and smiling. I just knew at that moment, like, I want to live full time. And so when I heard that he was able to do that because of the business decisions that he made, I said, I'm going to do that too. I want to live full time. I don't want to make decisions based off time money. I don't want anybody telling me how I have to live. I want to make the decision. And I knew from that moment, this is it. This is it. No, I don't care what comes. I really don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been through plenty that would make people quit, but I'm going to live full time. I live full time. I pursue my dreams full time. All right. That's what I wanted. So the whole premise of I have this, this concept in my head, right? And I, I heard this early on was, you know, people who are, are going for success or going for goals. And this was established this whole title of the book of the podcast of everything is they always feel like they're moving upstream without a paddle. Mm-hmm. And my whole premise of that is yes, there's a definite negative context about for that sure. where, you know, you need a paddle to row. Yeah. Right? So therefore it, you're fighting. It's a fight. It's a fight. It's a fight. But my, in my mind is there's not a negative context. It's like, if you have the right mindset when you make your decisions and you have the right mindset, mm-hmm. you don't need a paddle. You just propel yourself keep going. up that street, mm-hmm. up that stream. And, and it's, it's just based off of who you are. And if I'm listening to you properly, <laughs> if I understand what you're saying is you made a decision and from that decision, you said, I don't care, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we all know, and I've talked about this and you know this and everybody knows who listens to this now knows that a decision means to cut off any yeah. other option. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I, this is what I said last week is you cut off any other option mm-hmm. 
but to succeed. Right. And it doesn't matter. Like right. what comes your way, you're gonna succeed. You're gonna succeed. And that that's what I'm hearing from you is that Yep. Straight up. So 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 and and I think we're gonna end it on this. We're gonna okay. end it on okay. on this this topic right now mm-hmm. is you made that decision and you have the mindset. So tell me. Has your progression to where you are, you know, what you the decision you made so many years ago to where you are now, mm-hmm. has it been essentially effortless? Uh, yes, in terms of who I am. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Effortless in the fact of like, this is what I want to do in my life. This is who I am. This is who I am. I can be authentically myself in what I do and people know they're getting Q because that's who he is every time. What I would say, and I was listening to an audio this morning, one of my favorite mentors named Jim Rohn. He says, make sure the product of your life is based on your own conclusion, mm. not someone else's. So every day I can wake up knowing, yes, I'm making these choices for my life, not because somebody else wants this for me. This is what I want for me. Um, it hasn't been effortless in terms of, you know, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have yeah. challenges. You're going to have um, people who would be rocking with you forever, not rocking with you anymore. Um, I mean, in music, even I've had producers I've worked with that, you know, I've learned from, but they're not producers that long term I'm going to spend time with. I just don't trust them, unfortunately. But then I have producers now and my good friend, Jay Ty, my good friend, Adrian, dude, we just, we're, you know, their chemistry is fire when we're in the studio, you know, we're just great friends. Um, through your journey, you start to realize who are those people that are going to be with you long term and who are those people that are here for you to learn a lesson for that season. Mm. You know, um, here's what I would say since, you know, as far as just some last ideas, um, the world is a playground. Now you can truly learn almost anything that you want to. And because of the power of the internet, because of how connected we are, the six degrees of separation, you can meet someone and meet someone, meet someone who can literally be the person that you need to meet to make your dream happen. Um, Right now, we're in unprecedented times. And because of how negative the world is, for the most part, there's so much opportunity in you being a leader, you standing out, you setting a path for yourself and going on that path and bringing others on that journey. And people really respect that. They want to see somebody do that. So I'd say right now, you can look at it as 2020 sucks and I'm down and out. Or you can look at it as 2020 is my year of awakening. Mm. So 2020 for me, I mean, I've been building an entrepreneurial journey, but it's been a year of awakening. And I feel like I'm, I know I can go anywhere in the world. You can put me in front of anyone. They're going to know like that kid, that kid's fired up. Mm. He knows where he's going. He's, he's solid, man. And it's because I've worked on it because I know where I want to get to. So I would ask people, where do you want to be? And what are you willing to do to get there Mm. and do it morally right, ethically right, but do it like a savage when you're going after your dreams. Right. That's what I would say. All right, cool. Q, <laughs> I want to thank you. We're going to wrap it up. Um, again, I, I think some some major points to take home with this is one, just have a huge goal. Huge goal. Go after it. After it. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Exactly. Simple. <laughs> simple. <laughs> Very simple, right? Simple. I mean, I, there, 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 are two, there are two questions that you really have to ask yourself. Is that, I mean, you have this huge goal. One, can you do it? Hell yeah, you can do it. Can. You can put, you can do anything you put your mind to. Yep. It doesn't matter who you are. And two, this is the big one. Yeah. Are you willing to do 
what it takes. Yep. And that's 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 the question that Mm -hmm. you have to answer. And I think you've answered that. Obviously, it's worth it. It's worth it. I mean, you've like I listen to stories and I've seen I've seen pictures of you when (laughs) when you when you're a Cupac and and you definitely have progressed in a way and and it's very inspiring. And so I just want to thank you for being on the show. And do you have any other last minute, just real quick? Shoot, uh, one of my favorite quotes. Uh, we're all born looking like our parents, but we die looking like our choices. Wow. Yeah? So what choice are you going to make? That's all I got to say. Because at the end of your life, you're going to look back and wonder about those choices you made. So just make the ones that you think you'll be proud of for sure. Awesome. Yeah. So with that, my friends, I'm going to end this how I always end it. That, you know, always go against the flow because that's where greatness is at. Thanks for listening. If you found value in this episode, the best thing you could do is to please subscribe, rate, or review this podcast. If you'd like to further investigate how you can flip your mindset, feel free to contact me through my website at www.garrettgoggins.com. I can't wait to catch you on the next episode. <laughs>